This week on MyTunes, please welcome to the podcast, Jeff Corkish, MBE. Mark Tiley, the nation station, Men's Radio. Music and politics. Is that a mixture that goes together well? Well, that's one of the questions I'm going to be asking my guest on this week's MyTunes because I have got Jeff Corkish in the hot seat all week. Jeff, welcome to MyTunes. A pleasure to be here, Mark. Good to see you again. It's, it's lovely to see you, sir. Music and politics, it's been a theme throughout your life. Absolutely. And um, being in there and come out again in politics, you do need music. Music calms the troubled breast, and it has a calming influence, and an important part of the, was always an important part of the Isle of Man, music, you know, the Isle of Man thrived on it, you know. Certainly. Concerts, Steadfords, country concerts, choirs. Now, you're a Manx voice in many ways, in terms of singing and speaking, and, uh, well, an advocate for the island in, in many ways and over many years. You grew up here, obviously. Yes, family uh, history going back to the 1760s or something. We've gone back to the family tree. And what about the musical bit? We'll come on to politics later, but how did you first get into music? Probably through my paternal grandparents, who were country people. They'd been used to going to concerts. They were members of All Saints Church, uh, which had a good choir. All the churches had good choirs then. I became a chorister, boy chorister, in All Saints Church Choir, uh, and I was there for 54 years until they closed it down. Uh, so church music had a great part, and, and uh, organ music too, you know, that was a, a great basis, you know. And I always thought uh, singing hymns, and then when your voice changed, uh, singing harmony, the organist and choir master in my day there was uh, Roy Eason, his honour. He was high bailiff at one time. He was a very short man, if you remember. Uh, he was the high bailiff, and then he was uh, second, and then first deemster. And he was a great mentor to me. Um, come up, he said, when my voice changed. Come on, we'll go through the organ. Now, he was he was a top, top law man in the Isle of Man, busy man, and yet he took the time, with others, I suppose, too. Uh, we went up to the church. We sat on the organ bench, and he would go through the hymns and the music for Sunday, knock out the... Uh, harmony, the bass harmony, uh, which we thought it would be a ten. I wanted it to be a ten, but it turned out as a bass, um, and took took time, you know. So that was great. Then, of course, um, singing in the church choir. I moved on then to uh, people said, "Oh, why don't you go and learn to sing?" Uh, well, yes, okay. So who was the fellow to go and see? But Dougie Buxton, he was the big name in music. You know, left a great legacy uh, of music to the Isle of Man, not only through the schools but through solo voices as well. And Dougie Buxton was the conductor of the Londo Male Voice Choir. So he said, right, you're joining the choir. So I joined Londo Male Voice Choir. And I've been there now for over 50 years yeah. now. Yeah, yeah, it makes you feel old. I'm the oldest, <laughs> the oldest continuous member of the Londo Male Voice Choir. So that was a great love of music. So yeah. it stems from my grandparents. And then, and, and, and then, of course, in the Isle of Man, a lot of concerts. Not as many concerts now, uh, sadly, I don't think. We've so just old. literally uh, only a couple of weeks ago now had the Guild, of course. And yes, that, that was a, that was a big part of your life. Oh, it was for a long time. Uh, yeah, I haven't sung in the Guild for well for a long time now, really, for various reasons. I keep saying I must get back to it and do some proper serious 
proper serious thing, you know. Um, uh, but lots of other things. You always, had, you always had lots of other things to do. And then, of course, you had a job. We'll, perhaps you'll come to that later. Oh, we will. Which, we'll which, will. which, which took it away yeah. and, and you sort of lost uh, the, the, the direction of that, perhaps a little bit. Still carried on doing whatever I could in the... In the a lot of charity concerts. Well, I know you, I know you're still busy, but you, you, there was a time when you seemed to be unbelievably busy. Maybe dare I say too busy for a while? Oh, I think so. I think that was <laughs> I think that was a problem. Yeah. You know, it was nice to be in demand. It's nice to be yeah. wanted. You yeah. Know, and you never liked saying no. We're going to talk a lot about choirs, festivals, and your own involvement in choirs a little later on. But I want to get to our first piece of music. You've chosen something from Frank Sinatra, and I'm delighted that nobody yet on my tunes has chosen this particular track. Well, Frank Sinatra is one of those things. I'd have loved to have seen Frank Sinatra live. I'd have loved it, wherever it was, but I never got the opportunity. Uh, he's one of those things. He himself said he's not a singer, but my word, he could put a song over. And whether you're singing, you know, at the Guild or singing in cabaret and shows, you have to put that song over. It's interpretation, it's passion, enthusiasm for the song. And my word, Frank Sinatra had that. He had that, you know, he he, he just oozed uh, passion, enthusiasm, and just enjoyed the song. And, yeah, there are lots of songs, you know, I like My Way, fantastic. New York, New York, fantastic. But I thought this one is a a song. I used to sing this, not as a solo, but... um, in a little mixed choir that my in-laws had, uh, a lovely little choir, and we had a four-part arrangement of this. It was a lovely, lovely song. And then when you, and it's a it's a love song, but it's not a sloppy, slushy love song. It's a love song that a man can get away with without appearing too sloppy. I like that. Here it is, the way you look tonight. Love. Someday When I'm awfully low When the world is cold I will feel a glow Just thinking of you In the way you look tonight Yes, your love With your smile so warm And your cheeks so soft There is nothing for me But to love you And the way you look tonight With each word Your tenderness grows Tearing my fear apart And that light Wrinkles your nose Touches my foolish heart Lovely Never Keep that breathless charm Won't you please arrange it Cause I love you Just the way you look tonight Tonight 
touches my foolish heart Lovely, don't you ever change Keep that breathless charm Won't you please arrange it Cause I love you Just the way you look tonight Just the way you look tonight. Yesterday, with my guest, Jeff Corkish, we talked a lot about music, about how he got going, about his love of the Guild, and how maybe we'll tempt him back to it, maybe next year. Well, we're not ruling it out, Jeff, are we? No, not at all, not at all. Um, my voice hasn't been great for a little while. I had a couple of operations, which yeah. perhaps hasn't helped either, but it's a little bit of laziness. I'll put my hands up, you know. Yeah. You tend to just scrape along and sing in choirs and bits and pieces, and you know, but you need something. You well, think to yourself, I should get my voice back. It would be good to see you back there. But today I'd like to start really by talking about politics because... Sometimes there's a, a moment in a person's life when a light bulb almost goes on and they think, I've got to do that. I've got to be involved in politics. And other times it's just a sort of a slow migration into that world. I want to find out from you, how did you get involved in politics? I suppose there was an underlying current in the way that you operated yourself and things you did in the Isle of Man, you know, and people would say, you, you, you should stand for the keys, you know, my old chairman of the company, uh, the steam pack when I was there, when are you standing for the keys? Oh, no, no, I said, I've got far too much to work to, to do here, you know. But at the back of your mind, you always thought, it's nice to get involved. And you were doing things outside and you were doing things perhaps related sometimes through my company work as well, you know, in the, in the career I had in the steam pack. So you're working with government and there's things you thought of. You know, it'd be nice to influence that a little bit, not to be, you know, shouting. But you can do a little, you can do a lot from the from the sidelines, and you can do a lot of. I like to do a little bit of the puppet strings kind of job, and uh, motivate and encourage people. So it came to the stage when you got to a certain age, and you thought, if I don't, I'd, I'd thought of doing it the time before, and then 2000, and I think it was 2006, was it? Um, um, I decided, I thought, well... well I've, got, I've got you down as a member of the House of Keys from 2006 to 2013. That's it, it that's yeah, it. Yeah. And, 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 and uh, yeah, I was 13 years in, in, in Keys and Legislative Council. Yeah. And uh, I thought to myself, look, if you're going to do it, you better do something about it. And I decided, right, let's have a go. That's what I did. I had the, fortunately, the um, backing and support of my family, because that's important. You know. I was going to say, that must be essential. For, for A, to maintain a happy family life and a work balance, you, yeah. you've got to have their support. And partly because my wife is used to me being out of the house all the time anyway, you know, at concerts and sharing and talking and uh, traveling. I did a lot of traveling away from home. So it was nothing new to be out and about. So, yeah, I stood to the keys, 2006, a lot of work, and didn't really know what I was... Well, yeah, I knew what you were doing, but you didn't know how it was all going to pan out. And, um, yeah, stood for the keys for Douglas West, which was my area, which I'd played in, worked in, knew a lot of people there, 
an area I was very comfortable with. Topped the poll at the um, election yeah. uh, and enjoyed it. Tiring, I'll tell you what, it's a good way to, to lose weight because when you do Highview Road, Highview Road has got houses going up on one side and down on the other. Flights of steps both sides. And you can feel the, you can actually feel the weight dropping. So campaigning in a hilly constituency is a recipe for health. That's the secret. <laughs> yeah, I can make a fortune out of recommending that. Yeah, upstairs, downstairs, that was me. Uh, and uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Met lots of people, was able to help lots of people. And lots of things that MHKs do, you'll never know they did. Well, I was just going to say, the constituency issues... We don't get to hear about them much on Manx Radio. The papers don't necessarily. But you're at it behind the scenes an awful lot if you're a busy, engaged MHK. I was a busy MHK. Um, I, I enjoyed doing lots of helping people, talking to people. I wonder as also, because you were such a well-known character before you went into the house there, that that, that really helped, that you knew a lot of people and, and you were a well-known, and I'm going to say it, a very trusted man. Well, I'd like to think so, but that's what the Isle of Man politics is all about. Yep. You know, you know the person because we don't have. You're not standing for the Labour Party, the Conservatives, or Liberals. You know, you stand for yourself, your beliefs, and what people trust you for. You know, that's a great thing for you as a person. You know, that people trusted you and and voted for you. Not only once they voted for me twice. Yes. You know, so you must have been doing something a little bit right. Could you have done more? Absolutely, I could have done more, but I did a bit. We'll talk a little bit more about that tomorrow but let's have a gorgeous piece of music your choice number two what's it going to be it's what i call a, a lovely sleazy song words and melody first thing is melody you know uh, and uh, this is a song by ray charles great singer, wonderful voice you know same with frank sonata yesterday lovely backing you know and the backing you know, some of the, these arrangements are absolutely out of this world and ray charles great entertainer uh, subtle voice is fantastic and this is a song um, if ever you're out in a, 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 a cabaret or somewhere somebody playing the piano ask for a request I would always say can you play Georgia on my mind Georgia, Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. Georgia on my mind. I said, Georgia. Georgia, a song of you comes as sweet and clear as moonlight through the pines. Other arms reach out to me. Other eyes smile tenderly Still in the peaceful dreams I see The road leads back to you I 
guest Jeff Corkish yesterday we talked a little bit about politics and about getting in there and doing what you can for the community and Jeff if I may just extend on that a little bit because obviously there were some huge high points and as you say a lot of this stuff you get involved with takes ages to come to fruition because that's the nature of the political beast absolutely but what were the if you can give me a couple of the highs during your time and maybe just a couple of things that you really wish had gone differently start with the highs well, the highs, I became the member in charge of tourism, you know, not surprisingly, because I'd been with the steam package abroad yeah. in the Isle of Man. And you're a gregarious guy. Uh, yeah. yeah, and enjoy talking to people, uh, you know, enjoy walking into a room and talking to people, you know, and people wanted to talk to you, which is a good thing too. One of the areas that we wanted to build on was the coach business. And again, you know, I had the steam packet experience of bringing coaches over, but, you know, we had good deals to bring coaches over. And to bring a coachload of people over and that kind of age group that would enjoy the Isle of Man as well. So we worked hard at promoting uh, that into the Isle of Man. Then we also had uh, the film industry was here on the Isle of Man and going well. What they were complaining about was the standard of accommodation and eating. So we decided and we implemented with the team at Tourism a star rating almost overnight the standard of eating places, the standard of the fare that they offered came up and I really uh, handed to uh, the people, you know, that, 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 that had these places. They, they ran with it, you know, and I loved going around and giving them a plaque to put on the front of their hotel or on their restaurant to say, you know, yeah, you've, you're a recommended place. So that was a good one. Some of the things I, I, I would have liked to have done uh, it's starting now, it's coming now. We didn't have in the tourism world here in the Isle of Man, we didn't have the log cabin uh, experience, you know. And I thought we were knocking out, cutting down all these elm trees, which are all, you know, problem, cutting them all down, stacking them all over the place. We've got lovely forests. And I thought, why don't we 
promote the log cabin experience, which is very popular in other parts of the world, you know, but we ain't got them here. So I got all the departments together around the table. Well, it didn't go... Yeah, people thought good of the idea, but it didn't really happen, really. It's starting to happen now, but I thought we've got all these trees lying down. We've got... Play, my, my suggested area was the Sulby Reservoir, where the, the uh, log cabins could be built up and amongst the, the trees you wouldn't see them. Lots to do on the water, roundabout pony trekking, etc. Nice walks, you know, great holiday experience. But also in the wintertime and the summertime, uh, somewhere for Manx people to go and say, oh, why don't we just go for a yeah. weekend up in, up in the hills, underneath the stars, bring a bottle of gin, light a fire. Yeah, and, and, and yeah. If, if that had have been accelerated, my goodness me, the uh, staycation market was oh, something we were desperate for as we approached the pandemic and got yeah. stuck into that. It was something, I really, it was something yeah. I, I, I really thought was good for the Isle of Man. Fortunately, I think it's starting to... To lift now, there's uh, people starting to do that now, and I wish them, uh, I wish them well. And then the other highlight for me was I years ago when I was in the steam packet, I suggested that we should have uh, a festival of choirs, well, a choir festival. I renamed it the Festival of Choirs. It's, it's a subtle change there, and um, uh, they didn't really fancy that idea. So when I became in charge of tourism, now, now's the time to promote this. And we yeah. went on and we did it. Um, and we started the festival of choirs. And the first year, I think we had about 10 choirs. We brought over three, four, five hundred 500 people. And that built and built. It was a tremendous success. Uh, choirs came back, you know, which was an illustration of how, how good the festival was. We said we would do it in October because that was looking around at other festivals, you know, there are other choir festivals. October was a good time to do it, you know. So we did it in October, lifted from day one. You know, it's a worry to start with. Will you get people coming, you know? You get to the cut-off date when, you know, your choir has got to register. And we had choirs from all over the place, Ireland, uh, certainly England. Isle of Man choirs joined in as well. It was a fantastic spirit. And we had on the Friday night an idea that I wanted to do. A Friday night was a get-together of all the choirs, and they sing uh, one of their favourite songs, have a supper as well. So they get to know each other. And I gave them all a copy of the Manx National Anthem. And at the end of the, I said, at the end of that, we learned that when they sang it on site and the fantastic sound of them all singing, you know, Beautiful. four or five hundred people singing, sing the Manx National That's Anthem. That's quite something. And brought over, you know, some really top yeah. adjudicators as well. And so looking forward to it happening this year, October uh, no, October 23, sorry. October 23, it will return. Let's have today's track, Jeff. What have we got? Spent a long time in the steam packet promoting the Isle of Man. Spent a long time in government promoting the Isle of Man. Whether you were in tourism or not, you were an ambassador for the Isle That was one of the things about being in Parliament. You, you were an ambassador for the Isle of Man, wherever you went. And uh, we always promoted the Isle of Man as being you know, God's own country, fantastic place. It was a great place to bring kids up, great for education, health services, etc., etc., etc. And it really was a wonderful world. I see trees of green, red roses too. I see them bloom for me and you. And I think to myself What a wonderful world I see skies of blue 
wonderful island and yesterday my guest this week jeff corkish chose wonderful world and i want to carry on that theme a little bit we're going to look forward as well jeff by the way before we let you go do you think we we learn enough from other jurisdictions are we open to enough ideas or do we tend to be a little bit closed well you won't know until you go you right. know and you could you can sit here in isolation in, in splendid isolation think everything is great you know uh, but I remember an old friend of mine once said to me, who was, who was a Scotsman, he said, some people are always complaining over here. And I said, oh, tell me about it. And he said, I come from outside. He said, outside looking in, never mind from yeah. inside looking out, you know. And to get that, and I've always had that perspective, you know, that there's lots more we can do. And uh, that was a great part of sort of moving things around in government and moving things, you know, and, and, and uh, helping to get things going. So being with other people and getting a wider perspective, spreading the name of the Isle of Man. Now, people say, why are you spreading the name of the Isle of Man? Because they've got to know we're here. We had so much. Why do you think we have so many people coming to Tinwald, to the House of Keys, the legislative buildings, to, see, to study what we do? They come from all over the Commonwealth because we're doing it right, and we've done it for a long time. And the old adage, you know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Sure. You know, and I think we stuck to that, and we've we've taught a lot to the world, and I was I I, I really enjoyed that, and I used to do a lot of Tinwell tours for people when they came. Mr. Speaker and I, that was that was uh, Steve Roden then. I was deputy speaker to him. We we often did the Tinwell tours. You know, and I met some fantastic people. In the in the last couple of weeks, there's been uh, quite a bit of discussion about the state of some of our heritage pieces, some of the things that have uh, been going on. There's been a video from Charles Gard. Are we in danger of letting stuff disappear? Should we be investing a little bit more in this? You would never throw enough money at at some of these things, but th- there are certain things we we you know we used to say, come to the Isle of Man where you can. The Isle of Man is different; it's unique, and it was these areas of uniqueness that we're talking about, you know, the horse trams. There's a lot of debate whether we should have horse trams or not, you know. Nevertheless, it was a great part of what we did 
great part of what we we, 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 we now do as well. You had uh, Isle of Man Railways, should we have pulled up the Peel track? You know, that was perhaps too early, I don't know. We get, a number of times I go along the promenade sometimes and you'll see loads of people coming in coaches, cameras with their own step ladders, moving around, following the MER and the Isle of Man steam railways. I look in the Saturday Telegraph on a Saturday and I see Great River Cruises, Great Rail, Isle of Man. Steam railways, MER, uh, Laxey Wheel is usually a picture of that, you know. Uh, that's what enticed the cruisers here and, of course, the Isle of Man TT races mm. and the Festival of Motorcycling now that we have in September as well. So these were all things that we were... If we didn't have those, we would be another part of uh, the world, which has fantastic scenery, and we've got scenery all over. You know, we can go across to Yorkshire, which we like going to. You go to Wales, you go to Scotland, you know, you go, um, loads of lovely places to see. We've got the scenery. We've got it all in one. We should be so, ever so thankful. We've got it all in one little spot, you know, but we've also got onto that. You know, we've got the uniqueness of lots of things, not least, of course, being that we're an independent nation under the English crown, but we have the oldest continuous parliament in the world. And that was something I was always very... So I'll come back uh, to my question. Are on. we investing enough in it now or are we not? Well, as I said, you'll never invest enough. But we should at least keep them going. All right, we look at them, we'll say, is it worth it? You know, well, who's, who's to say it's worth it or it's not, you know? Uh, but there are certain things there that we should and could keep. We will finish quite rightly, on a beautiful piece of music featuring a choir. Jeff, tell me about your final piece. Well, choirs have been a big part of my life, music in general, but certainly choirs. I'm a member of the Londo Mayor Voice Choir, now president of the Londo Mayor Voice Choir, I'm very proud of, and church choirs and helped other choirs around the Isle of Man, the, the Isle of Man Festival of Choirs, as opposed to a choir festival. This is a festival of choirs, and that was to keep people interested in choirs, giving them a goal to sing. Singing in a choir is fantastic, you know. It's part of that community. We were talking about the Isle of Man as yeah. a wider community. And the great fallacy is you don't have to be a solo singer. You don't have to be a Cleveland medalist. Anybody in any choir, you don't have to have the big voice. You just want to be a part of it and harmonize. And I, I often think, you know, har harmony is in danger of slipping away, you know. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, there's not a lot of, not as much harmony being made now as it used to be. So male voice choir has been a big part of my life. And the male voice choir following, I made lovely friends in the UK in male voice choirs, still good friends. We still visit each other. We have choir uh, exchange visits, which are fantastic. You meet lovely, lovely people. And by and large, they're all lovely, lovely people who just enjoy. And finish up after choir practice, go down to the pub and sing like mad, you know, uh, and just harmonize. The number of people that go mad and say, oh, will you sing such and such? Will you sing that? And we say, oh, it's lovely to hear that. So we're on a campaign. We need to be more people in male voice choirs. We need more people in choirs in general. And one of my choirs that I've always followed is the Modest and Orpheus Male Voice Choir, probably best male voice choir in the world. And uh, their conductor, fantastic chap, he was my first, I asked him to be my first adjudicator at the Alabama Festival of Choirs. He makes fantastic arrangements. And I thought this song really sums it all up. It's a fantastic arrangement. I hope you like it. And it's called... What would I do without my music? Listen to the words. Could have been written for you, Jeff Corkish. Love it. And thank you for joining us on My Legends. very great pleasure. Thank you.
a glorious piece of choral music chosen for us by my guest on my tunes all this week, Jeff Corkish, MBE. Jeff, thank you for joining us and thanks to you for listening. Please come back to manxradio.com for more podcasts and don't forget to join me on The Morning Show, The Shaw Morning Show, Monday to Friday, 9.30 until 12.00.